This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is Stu and fat guy over there. Yep. Um, there he is. Nobody knows why he's here, what he does. No, oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, can you explain any of that, fat guy? What's that? Why you're here, what you do. Not part of the show. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, these shows uh, start so strangely sometimes. Yeah, they do. Um, I, uh, yeah, they yesterday, do. Uh, at Pat and Stu. Um, on Instagram, I don't know. If, is it at on Instagram? I don't know. If you I don't, search yes. for patents do on Instagram, yes. mm-hmm. uh, we posted a clip or, yesterday for some reason, which was just the interaction between you and I mm-hmm. when you said hi and oh, I hello and yeah. I and I went back and forth to you and I said oh hi Pat and then you're like no I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the audience. Mm-hmm. It was That's like funny. 40 seconds of that, which is the most nonsensical. I laughed out loud and watched it probably five times. Really? I don't know why it struck really? me as so funny yeah, out well. of context. Okay. Uh, this is a weird freaking show. It's a weird we, we show. We appreciate you joining it anyway. It might be the weirdest, weirdest ever broadcast. Probably. It, it might be. Probably. might be the weirdest. Um, let's start with the big news, though. Triple eight seven twenty seven beck is our phone number. Uh, Taco Bell is going to... Launch a fried chicken shell for its tacos. <laughs> um, what? Yep. Wait, uh, Obviously, what? everyone's talking about the big store there. Uh, yeah, have you seen this yet? No. Do we have that on the prep at all today? Because if not, obviously, Marissa, you could just clean your desk uh, Have you out. seen this? Did you read about this in the um, paper today? Have you seen this? Did you read about this? Is that in here? Kevin, somewhere? did you see this? Did there it is. Thank you. I, I knew she had it. There it is. Of course Ooh. she had it. Oh, no way! Look at that what? thing. What? 
That is a fried chicken. What? Fried chicken taco shell. The innovations at Taco Bell are better than NASA's ever done. It's like that's better than NASA has ever done. It's like they care about us. (laughs) They really care. They do. You know, they they want us to be happy. It's the naked chicken taco or something. Is that available like now? So the shell is. I think it's the end of this month, right? The shell is fried chicken. And then the innards are... Yeah, is there... Do you know, Marissa, is there meat wow. inside of the wow. shell? Or is it... So there's grilled chicken inside, inside the fried the chicken? chicken? <laughs> that is unreal! Uh, don't you tell me that Taco Bell's not the greatest business that's ever existed. These are amazing times. This is incredible <laughs> that we live in times. Who, who thought of that? I, don't even I eat love this that stuff person. and I love it. I, like I, it's like it's so Right? Yeah. I I just love the idea <laughs> that they did that. I just I can't describe how much I love it. Cuz it's it's almost like a <laughs> screw you to all the people who say <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> You gotta eat healthier. Shut up. Shut up. In fact, you know we're being, we're gonna be so unhealthy. Our shell is now gonna be fried chicken. But with a nod to the healthy, uh, you know, health conscious, they put the grilled chicken inside. Inside. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Available in two weeks. Holy cow. Uh, definitely a spoons episode coming up on that. Gotta uh, undoubtedly. And then what will you, what we do with that? Because I don't, <laughs> you know, I might, you might know that I don't eat the fried chicken or any chicken. Um, then they'll just get unas- like completely unassociated vegetarian food for me that I will eat for no other reason other than I want to eat it. Right. Like, there won't be a taste right. test in my part of it. I'll just be talking about Pat and Jeffy taste testing it, and then I'll just eat separate food. And I'll just barely be able to taste test it because I'm mostly vegetarian, as you well, know. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you are. Uh, although I'm you, vegetarian pretty much exclusively, except for I will eat chicken. a little and a little grilled chicken, little fried. And and what? A little fried chicken. A little fried chicken, a little grilled chicken, and then some fish. Mm-hmm. And and a little bit of, like, beef. You know, well, uh, yeah, pretty yeah, much all beef. Uh, occasionally. Right. All the beef. Uh, mm. Not all the time, but, no. uh, you know, I will try some beef and then some buffalo, and I will eat, I will, you know, eat you're, some well, pig. You're I'll big, eat big bacon parts guy. of the yeah. pig, like bacon. Mm. Sausage, but you don't eat ham, ho- ho- the hoof. I don't eat the yeah, hoof. Fair, you don't do that at all. The cattle either, so you're fine. You're right, not eating the entire thing. That's correct. I no. Eat, no, no, I don't. I've never had kangaroo, never. No, and I've never eaten alligator. Well, I, I did have a bite of alligator. Right. So I've had some alligator, um, but percentage-wise of all the species, incredible. Almost exclusively vegetarian, if you consider every species. So. <laughs> Look, you're trying but to. But I will be able to try that. Yes, you will. I will. That's okay. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely. Jeffy, what? Because you guys did the double down. We did this with the double down KFC I didn't like the sandwich, double down. and you were not yeah, big on no. it. So I mean, I, it's not a hundred percent a whole down. home run here. No, that's true. Because yeah, the double down was was the the buns were chicken. The buns right? were chicken, and yeah. that was a a KFC product. And then inside the chicken was bacon. Was bacon and like some cheese and sauce. And cheese and so sauce. So it was basically it was basically a bunless sandwich. And you would think you would love that. And I, I don't know why. I don't remember yeah, now why I didn't. But I know right. I didn't love it. But I, it was okay. It was, I, I liked it. I think that uh, it will actually help having the grilled chicken inside of it. I think so too. Like, and I know it's the same yeah. same bird. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> probably probably two different birds. Uh, but the the same maybe twelve or fifteen or thirty different birds. But the the same concept there, like I think you'll get like 
the the fried chicken and the kind of the juiciness inside of the so. grilled chicken yeah. might, along with the other toppings might might fuel that pretty well that looks pretty deep I mean, it's it's, it's an deep. interesting attempt and again, that's all we ask for here <laughs> We're not asking you to solve all of our problems, but just keep trying. You know, we, we, we have a episode coming up uh, later on in the program. Oh, we do. In, in which we're going to be uh, att- mm. attempting uh, to uh, enjoy the chocolate-covered strawberry Oreos. Oh, my. Oh, and my as Pat has gosh. said many times, and I think this is a fair observation, uh-huh. you're not a huge Oreo fan, per right. se. Right. And I would say, like, if I'm going to go to a cookie aisle... I'm probably not picking up Oreos as my first choice. Yeah. However, sure they are the ones putting the damn effort in. Exactly. Yeah, and I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. They're the ones with the new flavor. They're the Every innovators. few weeks, they're the ones who are showing. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're not taking every weekend off. They're not showing up at 9 and leaving at 3. They're there all yes, day. What mm-hmm. the hell can we make into an Oreo? That's what they do all the time. <laughs> and they deserve a lot right. of credit for that. That's right. Yes, and it's not like, how can we make an Oreo healthier? No. It's none of that crap. No, no. It's none of that crap. It's like, hey, red velvet. Hey, cinnamon bun. Mm-hmm. Hey, candy corn. Hey, chocolate-covered strawberry. Hey, you know what most people like is the filling inside. Let's double or triple that. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. That's why I was proud to work for Nabisco for a while. That was... Uh... Not a Proud good hire. Also, no, not, not a, a good, good hire. hire for Nabisco. Hey, let's put this guy by all our cookies. <laughs> hey, you know that fat guy that'll probably eat us out of house and home? Let's hire him. <laughs> let's put him in that room with all the, the, the extra cookies. Uh, although it might save them from a disposal uh, cost, you know, because obviously everything that right is gone. Yeah, like mal, you know, malfunction, malformed cookies. If Jeffrey just ate them. <laughs> Uh, you would, uh, but had I, wor- had I worked in the factory, that would have happened. But oh, that's right. Where did you work? It certainly wasn't an office gig. We know. What, what, what did you do? Uh, I took delivered them to stores. Oh I took my care God. of them. Hey, uh, you guys keep them. sending us half-open packages. <laughs> there, of there, was, there were a number of damaged goods shipped. I can't help that. I mean, uh, Nabesco, ninety-eight percent of our shipment didn't arrive. <laughs> 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 what a terrible hire. Yeah, they, the worst hire was, of all there time. Was, there were some shipping issues. That's not my problem. I can't. <laughs> so when the shipping issues would happen, you would step in and say, hey, let me take those off your hands? Well, I mean, yeah, you got to take them back to the warehouse. Well, I, uh, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, that you want to talk about a bad oh, appointment. Like we talk about Trump's appointments. You want to talk about a bad appointment. <laughs> all right, let's have Jeffy deliver all of our Nabisco products. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you know, you're, if you're Dole, right, and you got mm. bags of salad you're shipping, yes, good idea, <laughs> perfect hire. <laughs> you got to do that. You can't put Jeffy in control of that sort of no, salt and sugar. That's not good. It's not a good no, That's idea. not good. Uh, something I else. I disagree 100%, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> something else that was not good was uh, Trump's performance at the press conference yesterday. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people love this, and I, I saw some reviews of it. Uh, Trump really handles Trump destroys CNN. All of that stuff. First of all, CNN, Jim Acosta at uh, CNN didn't deserve this. CNN didn't deserve this. CNN no. was reporting a news story, and they, they're not the ones who did the BuzzFeed thing. The BuzzFeed thing where they alleged the sexual weirdness in Moscow and all that stuff. That's that wasn't CNN. And so Trump and his people, Kellyanne Conway, uh, chief among them, conflated the two and then intentionally, intentionally, intentionally. And, 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 and not only that, went on television and lied about the idea that CNN had linked to the BuzzFeed uh, report, which they, they did not. 
In fact, they were out first, but they even in subsequent reports did not link to the BuzzFeed report. Kellyanne Conway was on Anderson Cooper last night, and she was despicable. I mean, absolutely despicable. She's I, she's pretty wow. good at this role. She is. Um, but it, it she's, is, she's, she's intentionally liar, lying, though. and Just I'm not going to reward that. A complete liar over and over and over. And Anderson couldn't keep up with the lies. He kept denying them, and he would jump in and say, we didn't, we didn't say that. We didn't do that. No, that's not true. And she would be like, can you let me talk? If you can just let me talk. No, the lies have to be addressed, yeah, you Kellyanne. Got, gotta. The lies have to be addressed. And they're coming so fast and furious, he can't even keep up with them. Even interjecting during the lies themselves, he still couldn't keep up. I thought they he were did coming a, so fast. a pretty good job. Anderson's good. Um, I, I like Anderson Cooper, and I, I think he did a good job. Yeah, but I, I, look, she made it impossible. If she, te, Kellyanne Conway used to work for Ted Cruz. She, she ran a super PAC for Ted That's Cruz. That's unbelievable. Okay? It's hard to believe. Wow. If Ted Cruz won and she was handling herself like this, I would be as Still wouldn't like pissed, it. more mm-hmm. pissed off because it's so, it would be, to my eye, inconsistent with, with the person she's rep- she would be representing. Uh, here, it's very consistent with the person that she's representing, but it's still completely wrong. I don't mm-hmm. care if she is a, you know, comes from a good conservative background. I don't care uh, if she, uh, is, you know, is the one that is supposed to be keeping Donald Trump in line or whatever the hell that's supposed to be, which I, you know, yet to see really results out of that one. But I mean, this is, it's inexplicable that she just goes on television and continues to lie outwardly all the time. I know this is what politicians do. I know this is what spokespeople really do. But it's really frustrating. And it's, I, I, I think it's beneath her from everything I've heard about her. Um, I've heard many positive things. But the, mm. the, the way she handles herself in particular, she's yeah. very good at the job. And I think people get that confused with being actually honest. She's not being honest. She's blatantly denying things that are absolutely true and mm-hmm. lying Constantly about CNN and their role, uh, but again, a myriad of issues. Well, yes. Now, sometimes yes. she's right. Sometimes the media is uh, terrible, and she's made many good points on that. She's not. She's not. Not every word that comes out of her mouth is a lie. But when she needs to, she'll lie, and oh, I, I don't like that. I, I mean, I. It's one thing to spin something in your favor. It's one thing to defend to the best of your ability within the realms of the truth your candidate. It's another thing to just come out and say things that aren't true. And she's doing it all the time. Yeah. And Spicer's even worse. But, I mean, uh, they're all doing it. The whole administration is filled with people who do this for a living yeah, and have been rewarded for doing it. We're in for a really tough four years, I'm afraid, oh, on that front. Man. Um, because we're, we're living in a post-truth, in fact, era. And uh, it was just amazing to watch uh, Trump with uh, senior White House correspondent from CNN, Jim Acosta. Here's what happened. Since you're attacking us, can you give us a question? Since you're, no, Mr. President-elect, Go ahead. Mr. President-elect, Go ahead. since you are attacking no, our news not organization, you. Not can you. you give us a chance? Your organization You are attacking our news organization. Your organization can you give us a chance Let's to go. ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Sir, can Quiet. you state, Mr. President-elect, go ahead. Can you state categorically, question. Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be rude. You're attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? Can I'm you, not going to give you a can question. You sta- can you state categorically? You are fake news. Wow. Sir, Go ahead. can you state Good. categorically God. that nobody... No, Mr. President-elect, that's not Go appropriate. Ahead. Now, I saw Sean Hannity defend that and of praise that. He, he praised Trump for that. Are you kidding me? With the way Fox News was treated during the last eight years mm-hmm. under Obama, calling it faux news, calling it fake news, 
uh, telling, telling people that, that, that they were not accurate all the time. If that was a Fox News reporter trying to get a question into Obama, who had done that, would Sean Hannity be reacting the same way? I mean, this is just an unbelievable situation. I, I, and I, 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 can't, I can't believe it. Let me give you another example. Um, Sean Spicer, the guy I was talking about, was on uh, Tucker Carlson. He's the new White House correspondent yeah. for Trump. And you can read this all. This Ben Shapiro wrote a column on this. Uh, um, Sean Spicer told Fox News' Tucker Carlson, I think Mr. Acosta owes the president-elect and, frankly, the entire press corps an apology for his childish and inappropriate behavior. Spicer said, I informed him that I thought that no one should be treated that disrespectfully. You're freaking working for Donald Trump. Stop it. Uh, And that if he did that again in the future, I would have him removed, adding, no one needs to be treated with that level of, of rudeness. Goes on, he tweeted about it, regardless of party, Acosta was rude. Um, so let's back up a little bit. Uh, here is a f- couple of years ago. Acosta was reporting to, uh, uh, to Trump ripping a CNN allegation um, regarding the intelligence committee briefing on Trump. He insisted that Trump allow him to ask a question, and Trump refused, as Tucker Carlson should have noted, after all. This was Tucker Carlson's reporter at the time. This happened to the Daily Caller's Neil Monroe and Barack Obama. Monroe asked, why did you, fav- you favor foreigners over Americans regarding Obama's actions with regards to illegal immigrants? Excuse me, sir, but it's not time for questions, Obama responded. Are you going to take questions, Monroe asked? Obama shot back, not while I'm speaking. Now, that's a better I- I- answer. Barack Obama is less offensive uh, mm-hmm. in this context than Donald Trump is. Okay, I don't like saying that. I don't. I know that's not popular, but he is saying, "Look, you can ask a question in a minute, uh, but that's not time." Carlson's response to that escapade, which was not nearly as bad as Trump's, this is what reporters are supposed to do. They're supposed to get their questions answered. It's hard not. It's hard to know what's wrong with asking the president a question. That was his way of reading it when it happened to his guy. Now. It's happening to CNN, who, by the way, didn't do anything wrong. It's important to understand that. Mm-hmm. CNN did not do anything wrong. You want to talk about BuzzFeed? Should they have released that report? There's a great journalistic mm-hmm. argument to be had there. One that BuzzFeed is getting beat up by not just the right, but almost every journalistic organization over. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you can have that conversation all you want. CNN had this information before the election, didn't run it. And then when they ran it, it was only because it was part of the briefing and is notable and then didn't include any of the salacious information in the report. Apparently, they went out of their way here. Part of uh, the Trump camp's problem with this is it wasn't verbally presented to the president. Right. It was just given to him in a report. Yes. And by the way. So what? Yeah. It was given to the president. And by the way. In the original CNN report, they said we were not able Unreal, to confirm man. whether there was a verbal communication of this information. An example, they actually addressed it in the initial report. That's an example of Trump not being able to read. Maybe that's yeah. It. Well, wow. Samantha B is right. That wow. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you. I, I think CNN did a great job with this story. I think they did a great job. Buzzfeed, despicable. Uh, CNN. Did a great job with the story. And, I mean, if you can't be honest in this, what, what do we have left? And the right is not being honest on this. And, and they're not being honest just because somebody supposedly on the right is president now. Yeah, and, and I think a it's lot of results from the fact that, you know, most people don't have 
I will say, even as we've obsessed about this story for a couple of days, it's still difficult to comp- explain exactly what happened. There is a long string, uh, string of information that went through multiple sources that originated in certain ways. And you can understand the argument immediately going to, wait a minute, John- Donald Trump was not with prostitutes. That is not the <laughs> argument here. I get that that's what he would be interested in. And I get that that would be this type of thing that people who are his defenders would, would latch on to. And as we said from moment one, there is no reason to even entertain the possibility that Donald Trump was hooking up with prostitutes. That is not what the point of that report was. It was to say that Russia is spreading rumors about Donald Trump Mm -hmm. to try to control him. And the reason they had to make that argument is because Donald Trump kept saying they weren't trying to control him and they weren't doing these things to him. They had to bring information because Donald Trump kept saying they were lying all the time. This is not CNN's fault. It's agonizing. You can be critical of BuzzFeed if you want, but that is not CNN's fault. They handled it well. The report has held up. The only thing, there was an NBC report that came after this that said we were able to confirm they did not uh, verbally mention this information. Mm -hmm. But that is... So what? But CNN allowed for that possibility in the report, and that's not major anyway. So what? Right. Uh, so ah, what? It's if it went into the president, president's hand, reported to the president. Yeah. So, uh, case closed. Anyway, um, it, no matter where you come down politically, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on the left, you're on the right. Everybody now Patton seems Oswald. to be thinking yeah. about preparation, about preparing for food, about preparing for the future, just in case. Anything goes wrong. Now, they're worried about Trump. We were worried about Obama. I, I'm still worried about, you know, the, the economic situation. I'm still worried. I'm, I'm still worried about uh, a potential tornado or a, a hurricane, not in Dallas, but uh, along the coast, you, you worry about uh, different things. Sure. Inland, you can worry about snowfall and ice storms and those kinds of things. Everybody can worry about job loss. There's all kinds of things to prepare for. My Patriot Supply helps you out with that. Yeah, some more than others, Jeffy. Um, so the, the issue here is Patton Oswalt. We talked about this briefly earlier. Uh, Patton Oswalt, comedian, uh, really freaked out about Trump. Said he's going to start you know, uh, hoarding food and uh, getting a gas generator. And I don't, I, I don't know what level of that was humor. I don't know how he, he was trying to joke a little bit or, or exaggerate. But the point is that whether you fear the president or not, you mm. should still be prepared for to cover basic emergencies at least, mm-hmm. um, because that's important. Yeah, you know, and, again, it's not there's nothing political about a tornado. And and the great thing about preparation is it removes the fear, mm-hmm. so you don't have to be afraid of the future. You're prepared for the future, so it may not be uncomfortable, but, you, but you're it may be it may not be comfortable, but you're prepared for whatever comes. And this is great tasting food too, so you can enjoy it if you ever have to use it. So call them today and get four weeks of easy-to-prepare food for 99 bucks, and that includes the shipping. 888-411-5290 is the number to call. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Welcome to Pat and Stu. Um, this is amazing. One of the things we talked about, and this is why I think a lot of people um, who might otherwise see these uh, media actions as reasonable, 
um, are so pissed off and backing Trump uh, on the right. It's because the media is actually terrible. I'm not giving a broad-based defense of the media by any means. I'm talking about this specific case, and it's important. Let me give you the other side of this. Uh, the term hacked the election. Hacked the uh-huh. election, I think, puts in anyone's mind who hears it. Russia went into these machines and changed thousands of votes from liberal from Hillary Clinton to Donald Trump. They, mm-hmm. The result would have been uh, Hillary Clinton winning. Instead, because it was hacked, it, Donald Trump won. Okay, that phrase, phrase, that term, phrased that way, is I think pretty clear as to what the intent of using it is. Um, now, of course, the truth is Russia probably did, even Donald Trump admits, probably did hack several uh, DNC accounts and, and Podesta and release that information through WikiLeaks. Um, and did that have an effect on the election? My belief, strong belief, is absolutely not. I don't think, I can't even think. Think about this for a moment. We're a few weeks away from the election, uh, past the election. Can you pull out from your memory anything from the John Podesta emails? No. Jeffy, can you pull out one can, thing wasn't, of wasn't, note? Well, Wasn't there like a pizza delivery or something? Right? The, the, the false conspiracy <laughs> of Pizzagate with them yeah. talking about pizza. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. There's one. Did that change the election? Obviously not. Anything else? No. Okay, I mean, I'm talking about I mean, anything. They couldn't even make up anything right? that was interesting. There was nothing in there. Nothing. I mean, if anything comes out of the, the uh, Podesta emails is that you think higher of John Podesta because he actually yeah. didn't seem to be doing any of the things you might assume he was doing. Yep. Now, were they talking trash about other people? Did it cause some internal strife probably. within their campaign? The probably. worst thing was probably that they spoke ill of Bernie Sanders. But Big that deal. That was the DNC hack, that was however, the DNC. not that the Podesta, Podesta one. Podesta. And that didn't yeah. matter at all to the election. Didn't matter. Not at all. Didn't make any uh, difference at all. So there were a couple things where um, one official in the DNC, if I'm remembering this right, uh, it, it was emailing to Podesta saying things about Hillary Clinton like uh, she's not very personable or she can't. Ha- but like we all saw Hillary Clinton. We all know she's not personable. <laughs> we all know she's terrible as a candidate. That was not something they broke. They didn't break any news. There was nothing in there of note. Yes, there were inter- internal issues like, you know, people were uh, if I remember another one. Um, what's what's the guy who was. um who was uh, influence, um, influencing uh, Clinton, an old friend, and was saying all these things negatively about Jew, uh, Jews and Israel. And uh, crap, I can't think of him. Um, one of one of the Hillary Clinton close advisor, and they were tra- they were talking. You know the names, uh, Sidney Blumenthal. Mm. And so they so they were talking trash about Sidney Blumenthal in these emails, saying, "Ah, he's you know, I don't believe a word the guy says." Mm-hmm. Did that cause some strife in personal relationships? In the backgrounds of this campaign, I'm sure it did, but that did not affect the election at all. My point here is to say that you saying hacked the election is, I think, a willful attempt uh, to uh, uh, paint this as something much more than it was. Um, you know, it's not to say that the Russian hacking our system and trying to influence is not a big deal. That's a huge deal, but it did not affect the election in any measurable way. Here is a little montage um, uh, put together. Maybe we can find out who. Uh, MRC put this together of people using this term. Look how many times they did. 
Russian hacking the election. Russia hacked the American election. Russia hacked and interfered with the U.S. election. That election hacking. Election hacking. President-elect Trump saying he knows things we don't about election-related hacking. Trump team still sending out mixed signals about whether they believe Russia was behind the hacking of the election. He might start to move towards accepting these conclusions of the intelligence community that Russia was indeed involved in this election. Donald Trump, according to what Mr. Priebus uh, said today, seems to have had a bit of an evolution from his previous skepticism. Priebus now says he believes what everybody else does. The Russians hacked into this election. What do you make of that? Well, I think they hacked into um, the DNC. <laughs> they didn't hack into the election. Nice. I like her. Yeah, Tammy Bruce is great. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you look at that too. That's not. Uh, it's not. It's not Chris Hayes and and Rachel Maddow. They kept putting on the stream. No, right. That was all legitimate news yeah. sources, and I think that term really uh, makes it so I'd understand the Trump team being pissed off about it. Um, it doesn't excuse lying. It doesn't excuse some of their behavior. It doesn't excuse um, the fact that he was seemingly. I mean, now kind of on his own admission in denial about whether Russia was hacking elections. He now thinks they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot hacking the elections, as we were talking about, but hacking these particular accounts uh, loosely related to the election that didn't affect it. Now, that's a clunky way of saying it, but that's the accurate way of saying it. Um, and, uh, y- you know, you can understand the media. There is media bias. We talk about it all the time. It is real. But when it's not real, if there's no benefit in going and attacking people like Jake Tapper, who has done more work to hold the left responsible in this country over the past 10 years than probably any individual in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to come out here and, and attack that report when he was took great pains to not say anything that was inaccurate. Uh, just It's just a weak level of attack. But I mean, some of the anger is certainly justified at the media in general, uh, as we showed there. Um, so you think Tillerson's getting through? Uh, probably. I don't really care, but probably. Jeffy? I got to tell you, uh, he's the one that's most, most people are against. You know, all the others are just flying through and everybody loves. And Tillerson is the one that uh, everybody's saying. Well, that, Tillerson, uh, the only reason they don't like him is because he worked for, he was the CEO of Exxon right. Mobil. I mean, it's, it's stupid. I mean, just because the guy worked for a major corporation, he's evil. Right. And, and, he, and, and where he made his uh, fame, right, was working a deal with Russia. Right, I mean, that was his first big deal with Exxon, I think. Right, but you want a Secretary of State who can deal with other heads I, of state. Just, yeah, I mean, right? he, Tillerson might be good. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I really I don't, don't know. know. I'm sort of torn on I'm him. ambivalent I about it. it. Yeah. As I am much of what Trump is doing, <laughs> I, I, I'm just kind of waiting <laughs> and seeing. It's what so, are you going to do? I mean, like, for example, Mattis is up uh, doing his testimony today. I like him. And I, I like I Mattis want, as well. I want him to Mattis, be. Mattis uh, was clear today that he thinks that Russia is a serious threat, and we're under uh, the most serious threat since World War II. Wow. Now, that is not Donald Trump's position at all. No, it's not. It doesn't seem to be. Well, and some of the reports uh, this, this morning that I heard about was uh, that uh, Tillerson said he hadn't even talked to Trump about Russia. Yeah, he did say that. I, mean, I don't know if that's oh, true. Come on, but now. if that is true, that's a concern as well. That is a little bit of a concern. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. You think it's bad that he hasn't talked to him about our greatest geopolitical? He, yeah, threat? a little bit. Oh. A little bit. To quote Mitt Romney, stand on Russia. That would seem to be like an opening question, wouldn't it? Or at least top three? Yeah. Yeah.
Hi. Hi. Pat and Stu, 888 uh, Back to NFL football fans, just real quick. Mm. Uh, apparently, the San Diego Chargers are moving to Los Angeles. They made up their mind. They Los- had that option, and they said yes to it. The Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I, I was reading something today Weird. as this uh, decision was going on. Uh, that Because the one thing I didn't mind as much about the San Diego Chargers moving is that they at least used to be the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, so, part like, it's the same thing with the Raiders. Like, you know, if they were to mm-hmm. move to L.A., they were the L.A. Raiders. And when they moved back to Oakland, they were the, the Oakland, Oakland Raiders. So there's something about that tradition, at least like mm-hmm. you're revisiting an old thing. But I guess they were only the Los Angeles Chargers for one year. Oh, wow. Is that right? I, only I their inaugural se- season, and I, then they moved yeah, to San Diego, know. at least according to this <clears> article. Interesting that San Diego will be without a franchise now. And L.A., which was without, is now they're bursting with NFL teams. Yeah, two. They've so got two. So they've got. That's bursting. Well, it is. I mean, it, for that <laughs> it market, is. did you see the the, yeah. the 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 crowds at the Rams games at the end of the I year? Know. Yeah, that's got to be terrifying for, for like them. eight people. Yeah, seriously, in, in it was bad. stadiums that hold a hundred thousand. That's why they originally pulled out of that place. Exactly right. They cried and moaned about, oh, we don't have an NFL team. We're Los Angeles. Right. We're the number two, number three market in the country. And then they don't support team. them. Then they don't support Nobody them. going. It did kind of feel like the right thing was one team being there. Yes. You know? Yeah. Okay. And now, yeah, you know, two is, I yeah, don't I know, so. man. I don't know. And San Diego is such a great city to be completely yeah. without NFL football. That's too bad. Should have built that new stadium. And, well, look, yeah, and they should have paid for it with taxpayer that dollars. That's right. They only asked for $1.8 Exactly, Pat. $1.8 billion. That's nothing. One you get Hundred percent correct. You get change back from your two billion dollar bill. I mean, <laughs> you can't do that. And an NFL team. What more do you want? San Diego change and a team. Wow, it's unbelievable that anyone would expect that. <laughs> and look, I understand if you're an owner and you have this asset uh, that you uh, that is almost it's almost uh, you almost can't put a price on it. It's so ridiculously valuable. Yeah, and you have so much power. That an entire city has obsessed for multiple years over where you're going to hold your games. Mm -hmm. Okay? I get how much power that is. I would hope if I were an owner in that situation, regardless of the fact that people are throwing billions of dollars for you to do this, that you would resist the temptation to try to go to taxpayers for this. It's ridiculous. That's tough, though. No taxpayer should ever pay one cent in taxes for a football stadium. It's interesting, though, because when I was in Houston, right before I got there, I think, in the late 90s, they put together uh, the Houston Sports Authority. Yep. And they were tasked with the responsibility of getting new stadiums for everybody. And they pulled it off. Now, I, I would think if you can do, if you can put together a sports authority to bring stadiums to life and build new beautiful buildings where your sports teams can live, you would be able to bring in some private businesses. Or you would get the owners together and you would say, hey... Uh, if you want these new buildings, yeah, better pony up the money because we're not going to go. I mean, this is Houston, Texas. Mm. Should be conservative, right? And it was like uh, a- Andrew Luck's dad, Oliver Luck, was the, I think he was the head of the sports authority. And pretty conservative guys. And yet. They still believe. They, they still, still believe. They sure do. They, they still believe in taxing the people to, to get it out of. And why not? I mean, it's been going on for long. Why enough. not? I because mean, you've got billionaire I, owners I mean, who, I if you want a new building, saying, build Stu, it. Stu's yeah. saying that, you know, he would hope that he wouldn't. But I'm telling you. But you'd, you'd feel why? like an idiot to your yeah, other, you other, sure other owners. And, you know, your other owners would say, don't do this because then everyone's going to want to do it. Right. Don't yeah. screw us. And I understand the pressure of that. And I understand the fact that. More than the pressure of it, they like a billion dollars for free. 
I get it, but it's completely <laughs> immoral. It is. Completely immoral. You're right. I mean, it's already as immoral. As much as we love football, we yeah. still believe that. Taxation is theft is something you see from libertarians all the time. And, you know, of course, it's, uh-huh. it's a principle I generally speaking yeah. agree with. <laughs> uh, but even if, if you want to say, let's say Obamacare, right? Obamacare is a disaster. Obamacare taking tax dollars, giving it to uh, other people for health care, far more defensible far more defensible Mm -hmm. than giving it to a freaking football team. It makes no sense Mm -hmm. at all to give one penny of taxes to these teams. And, uh, you know, as much as we love them, I mean, it's seriously like there are weekends that I sit in there. I'm watching NFL football. I have got a theater room in my house. And you know what? Every time I sit down in that theater room and I watch the football games, I think outside of, yeah, blah, 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 kids alive, you're, they're fed, and you got a roof over your house, all the crap and the, the stuff that you have to work to do. Outside of that, that's why I show up here every day, so that when I can sit down in that chair with a bowl of chips and watch NFL teams play, it's like the only thing I really require outside of basics. Like, that's what I want. And by the way, um, it seems like you paid for your theater room and we paid for whatever it is we watch our football in by ourselves we didn't yeah. ask the community exactly. to pay for those no, places for well, us well jeffy right hey. and we're not billionaires jeffy stole jeffy did hey. jeffy, yes okay the point so. i'm making here is that's how dramatic it is and yeah. I, it's that stark i know um interesting development in this and as, as well so the Rams go to a what? Where are they playing? They're playing. It's again a hundred thousand people at some of those games yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and now it was like a hundred people so it must towards be the, the end. Coliseum. I guess right? it's the Coliseum, that's, right? That's the big one. So uh, San Diego is not going there. Both teams will join up at a new two point six billion dollar oh. stadium that they will share in Inglewood, like they do in Jersey. Um, yeah, like they do in Jersey. Yeah, However, in wow. Jersey was only, what, what 2 or 1.8? Yeah, um, so this is a lot more expensive than that. However, until that is ready, they're going to play at the soccer, the Major League Soccer Stadium um, that... Uh, Why wouldn't that they play at the Rose Bowl? LA has. I don't know. I guess they made a deal to go here. Capacity, 30,000. Wow. There's going to be NFL games in a 30,000-seat venue for multiple years, it looks like. That is really weird. And they probably won't fill that. I mean, if they can't pay the 30,000, they should just go back and beg to uh, San Diego to move back into their old stadium. Play in the old stadium. That's nuts. Nuts. wonder why they're not using the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Weird. Okay. You know, it's a new stadium, which is nice. I mean, obviously, like, you know, they, they huh. it's a nice-looking stadium, but 30000 is not a big Not, a, not big. I don't know if yeah. the Rose Bowl. Uh, you, you stumbled onto an interesting story about uh, a Nazi that had been alive until fairly recently. Yeah, right? so really, and, it's, you know, look, uh, Nazis, let, I, we spend a lot of time talking about Nazis, <laughs> okay? And we actually did it. Glenn did a lengthy defense over his right to use the term Nazi today. Uh, you know, we talk about them a lot because, they, like, frankly, they are the most interesting thing that's ever happened on the on the on the earth, at least in the last couple hundred years. Like, I mean, pretty interesting. It's uh, obviously one of the worst as well. I mean, I would put Mao into this category, Stalin. There's other people who would compete for that, and I think that's mm-hmm. important to note. However, they're just absolutely fascinating. These people, and what's happened afterwards has been fascinating. As many of the obviously war criminals were able to escape pr- uh, prosecution. Um, you know, they got a lot of them, um, but they weren't able to get all of them. One they did not is Alois Brunner. He was the uh, he was Eichmann's assistant. This is uh, this douche right here. Um, and so 
he leaves after the war and escapes to Egypt for a short time. He gets followed towards Egypt. They kind of figure out where he is. He then goes to Syria. Now, if you hate the Jews, Syria, not a bad place to hang out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got some things in common with some of the people uh, who happen to work there. He's protected for a very long time by uh, the Syrian government. However, um, they kind of lose track of him. They think he's still in Syria. He did an interview. Do I have the quote from the interview in here? By any chance? No. I want to say it was in the 90s, maybe. He did an interview with the Chicago Sun-Times or something. Somehow they got a hold of the guy, and he said, by the way, don't feel bad about it at all. They were human garbage. Like that, to his death, uh, he, he went to, he was still a Nazi. Um, he uh, was responsible for, they believe, 130,000 dead Jews. He ran a concentration camp. Uh, he, this was his passion. Mm. And he was a very loyal guy to Eichmann, uh, who he served under. Um, he went to Syria. They now have some details about it. Initially, the, um, one of the, I think it was the Simon Wiesenthal uh, Center who was trying to hunt him down. Um, uh, they believed he died in 2010. Uh, a new study, however, a new report from the magazine 21, which I've never heard of before, but it's a uh, German magazine, I guess. Um, they believe instead he died in 2001 at the age of 89. And the, there's, a happy, there's a happy ending a to the story. A very one, yes. Really happy ending to the story. Hang on for it. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead. One of his guards, yeah. said Bruner, who went by the name Abu Hussein, okay. suffered and cried a lot in his final years. Everyone heard him. Good. All we had to, all he, he suffered had to, and cried a lot yeah. in his final years. So we all got he had to for eat were army rations, awful stuff, like an egg or a potato. And he had, he to, had choose to choose between one them. the other. <laughs> he died in absolute squalor. Do you want an egg or a potato? Right. Uh, absolute squalor and uh, in a basement of, a, of some protected Syrian, uh, as a prisoner, basically. He basically yeah. died as a prisoner. Um, and, you know, that's uh, a real shame. Yeah, you feel terrible about that. But that, So that's a very good uh, outcome. Good ending for, for a really evil man. Yeah, let me give Just you one, one more quick one before we take a break. Uh, if you were walking and you stepped in some water with your brand new shoes mm-hmm. uh, or some mud, and then you walked on some dry pavement, and you, you left this on the ground, would you be offended or, or weirded out? These uh, are... Whoa. Uh, yes. That's kind of weird. That is weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Because it makes you feel like it's on purpose. Right. It kind of does. Uh, you look at it, it basically, it, it made swastikas appear. Yeah. Uh, when you walked, the boot was... Uh, one, one reviewer said, good for marching into Poland, but not much, for, not much right. else. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, unintentional, of course, the designers say. They just had a design uh-huh. on there. That re- made the swastika imprint onto the ground. Oh, uh, I believe, believe they did. It, they did recall them. Uh, they're getting yeah. rid of those. Is it hard to believe? Maybe. I mean, they did recall them. So I guess you know, maybe it was a mistake. <laughs> looks but. like they had good traction, though. Yeah. Yes, it does. Say, it looks yes. like a darn good boot. <laughs> it looks like you could you could use that on ice. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. Which, more patents do come on. You know. You know. Good for marching into Poland. Mark, yep. Good for marching into Poland. Not right. Much else. In the winter time. Good for the Eastern Front. that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. So when is it that our president-elect will learn that what he tweets matters 
and really matters. You know, earlier today. Oh, I think he knows that one. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, when is this? Something like this uh, has got to pretty much stop, right? Or does it? Okay. Uh, Linda Bean from L.L. Bean, uh, longtime Republican activist, contributed $60,000 to a pro-Trump PAC. Okay? okay. Reported by the Associated Press. Trump tweets this morning, thank you to Linda Bean of L.L. Bean for your great support and courage. People will support you even more now. Buy, B-U-Y, L.L. Bean. Come on now. How'd the stock price do? Do they have one or are they a private company? Uh, actually, I didn't look. But, uh, uh, that's interesting. I, I would like to, like to see because the headline mm. was buy, buy L.L. Bean. That's, I, yeah. Um, they, there was something he said in the press conference yesterday where another stock price tanked. I mean, this is not what the president's supposed to be Right. Doing. And, you know, he's doing it, like a lot of people are like, well, he's doing it for things that I like. Well, And, there and were, this is not how you deal with an issue. We, there was a story I saw, that, well, I saw the headline, I didn't read the uh, entire story, but the guy was talking about making an app for Trump tweets. Not only like the other day we did it on the Joker, but making an app so that every time he mentions a business in his tweet, mm-hmm. that app will send you an alert so you could buy or sell the stock. And that's just an app. The... the, uh, the Trading houses are making algorithms that will, because they want to get the trade a lot faster than a app and then sign in and, right, and buy. Right. They have lightning fast algorithms that are saying, okay, negative report on this company, sell it. And then buy it back in a couple hours. I mean, he hasn't right. done any lasting damage to these companies. But it still but, takes the hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I bet you anything, there's some shady guy that was working for Trump that we're going to find out in a few years said, uh, every time he was about to trade, it, he's got insider trading stuff because he's going to see, yep. you know, Trump was about to tweet and I was on there selling before mm-hmm. he did. And then you buy it back. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about the NFL and how uh, how well they, you know, how well they do and how they make the taxpayers pay for their stadiums. Uh, in the last few years, since 2008, how many commercials do you think you're seeing during an NFL game? I mean, think, now that's the only thing we're watching live, right? right. We're, we don't a want lot. commercials. We want, we're happy. We want to stream everything. We want to binge everything without commercials. Yeah. But we'll watch the live sporting events. Um, the NFL games right now, 2016, are averaging almost 70 commercials a game. I believe that. Oh, my gosh, it's agonizing. And I Because mean, we're it's not steadily used to on them. the rise. I'm not used to them anymore. It is, it's on is. the rise. Uh, in 2008, 64. Yeah. So you're almost. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, first of all, it's, it's more terrible. valuable than it was because no one's mm-hmm. watching. Thing. You know, everyone's skipping mm-hmm. or watching. Right. So it's the commercials are more valuable. It's the only place they can make their money. The the, the deals are more expensive. And I wonder if. And I, I wonder. I don't. So I bet you this. I bet you this doesn't count the sponsorships, not yeah, live commercials, not. but I mean, you know, the commercial time. But at, I mean, it is an increase. However, there's always been a lot of commercials in NFL games. I it mean, just seems like a lot more now sure because we're not used yeah, to we're it. Yeah, we're not used to we're it. watching Netflix yeah. all the time. And Amazon and, and whatever else. Yeah. And there's commercial no commercials free. on your sites, right, Jeff? And it's uh, once you log in and get past the paywall, I mean, oh. you're fine. Yeah. That's not talking about commercials. Same. Your your people are probably used to, you know, certain types mm. of commercials. <laughs> Enhancement is a common term.
going? Hi. Hi. Thanks, Stu. Welcome to the program. 888-727-BECK is our phone number. Um, so the Independent Journal Review has a story about uh, the things from <coughs> Jeff Flake's big book of government waste that you need to know about. Um, Jeff Flake. Yeah, we, just, we've had a, that sounds so funny. You know, I've been up and down with Flake. Um, when we first came on the scene, this is back when we were like CNN. I remember thinking, ah, mm-hmm. oh, here's a really good, mm-hmm. uh, good guy on spending. Really liked him. Uh, and, you know, maybe not so great for a while. And he started running for uh, Senate, and we kind of were like, hey, you know, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. We, we, like, we like Jeff. And then he got in there, and he was bad on a few different things. And we kind of were like, ugh, God, I'm, I know him. And then he was pretty good on Trump uh, throughout. And then I was like, ah, well, maybe he's not so. And then this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm in that, uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, I was at one point as a 1 with Jeff Flake. I'm probably more like a 3 now. Mm-hmm. Come back a little bit. Okay. Um, but he's got this uh, list out, Exercising Fish, he do you, says. Do you, do you love the name of the booklet? He, he, Porkemon? No. Porkemon I I, Go? Okay, now he's down to a 1 again. <laughs> uh, I had, he was up to a 3. He named, because see, it's pork, spending. And he named no, it Porkemon Go. I'm familiar with See, what he was trying to do he there. there. Um, he should never. It's kind of it cute. Again. It's adorable. No, it's not. Okay. Um, University of California, San Diego, uh, tested the endurance of mudskipper fish after receiving a $560,000 stimulus grant. Do we have some video of the exercising fish yet? Because um, that's a pretty. Vi- oh, look at that! Look at that fish exercise right there. That's hilarious. A fish treadmill. Now, that's kind of just funny, so I like it in that way. However, you don't need to spend $560,000 on that. Well, you can't just come up with a put water on a treadmill and expect a fish to try to crawl across it. That is some weird stuff. This is a very Jeffy-esque grant. Right <laughs> and, and and those s- are good grants, man, because you do not have to come up with any kind of, up. Oh, uh, you know what, uh, we found out that, uh, first of all, we need more money. Uh-huh. We immediately yeah. did. Because uh-huh. they, they got 560000 from the stimulus, but the total amount was $1.5 million. There you go. For that. For that. For what we just saw. Binge-watching TV shows, National Science Foundation issued a $460,000 grant, uh, which was aided by the Department of Defense's Office of Naval Research. Uh, it's really important for the Navy. To design a computer algorithm that would watch and observe visual data, that visual data consisted of 600 hours of TV 400 hours of internet videos. Internet videos, Jeffy. Okay. All right. Mm. But what's $460,000 among a, a nation of 300 million that's paying, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of taxes? That's nothing. Uh, Jeffy's been alive for so. a thousand years. He's never made $460,000 combined. That's a good point. Um, how about uh, the National Science Foundation? They spent $450,000, only four fifty. We saved $10,000 as compared to the last one. Um, that included three grants to find out if dinosaurs could sing. Um, uh, was there reason for us to believe they either oh, could or yeah, could not, we, well, or that we would care since they've been they extinct? For We'd like to know how they communicate with each other. 65 million years? Uh, why would we give a rat's anus? They didn't find any singing dinosaurs, by the way. None? So they spent $450,000, but they were able to mm. not find anything. So that's pretty good. Good results. Can you imagine how boring their dinosaur talent shows would have been then? <laughs> I mean, almost unwatchable. I mean, almost unwatchable. I mean, there's only so much tap dancing you can take. You know right. what I'm saying? Especially among 
creatures that size, yeah. it, it would... Uh, Structurally, any building would be it, it'd problematic. It'd be like Jeffy walking into a room. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, it would boy, be that dangerous. Didn't see that And coming. that's seismic. I don't... I don't, I don't <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt your laughing, but I don't think Jeffy understood. Uh, could you explain Oh, what I was saying, oh, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right, Stu. Jeffy, what I was saying was that you're so fat that when you walk into a room, you cause a seismic event. I, I, I completely understand exactly okay. what you're saying. I, uh, was right. that in at Mr. Flake's report at all? <laughs> it or? was not, uh, but for your information, it's the, it's the weight. It's the it's, it's the that way. you're over, that's the, overweight. That's what he was referring oh, God, to. Yeah. Dinosaurs, uh, fat. right? Like because dinosaurs were large creatures, larger than most humans, and, mm-hmm. and then you also <laughs> are are larger. Than <laughs> and see, it would imply that you're actually fatter than the dinosaurs were. Right, which is it's it, just implied it, though. <laughs> it <was> just implied. <laughs> no, and I knew you didn't get that, so that's why that's we're why we saying explain. it outright and not implying it anymore. Just trying to be nice. Uh, okay. Oh well, we thank want you. you to be able to follow the show, no. Jeff, since you're a part of it. The National Institute on Drug Abuse has supplied as much as 3.4 million in funding to study rodent aggression over the past two decades. Rodent aggression. They can be pissy. Now, to, can. to study this, they pitted hamsters against each other in cage matches, organizing them by weight and giving them steroids. You wouldn't want, let's say, a gerbil who's two and a half pounds to take on a gerbil who's a pound and a half, that would be unfair. Be well, so, out his, first of all, he's out of his weight class. Right, he's out of his weight class. So you got to make sure they're evenly matched. Now, percentage-wise, right? Jeffy, you and another normal oh, human Jesus. would be <laughs> That's much, why so, you much would, wider disparity you than only the, the two match him with like a pachyderm. Yeah, yeah, animal. large, yeah, a, a large, large, larger one. And that's Jeffy because large. what we're saying is that the, You're the, about the size the of fatness of uh, an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, elephants are, while large, not necessarily in bad shape. Uh, where you, right, you which are, is you exactly are. what I've said. How long athletically overweight is me? Which is exactly you what an elephant is. You have said that yes, for a I long have. time. Thank you. As long as I've known you. Thank you. Um, Has it gone bad, it's gone back that 100% long? 100% correct. I, pretty far, much, huh. I would say. And I, well, not, maybe <coughs> it's a long, long-standing it's lie. A long-standing lie. I, what I'm saying there. Uh, right, Jeffy, you're saying, yeah. Is that you're I'm not, not athletically, athletically overweight? overweight. Okay. You're just plain fat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's that one that uh, this yeah. one I disagree with Jeff Flake on. Someday but, I hope to get that. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly if we we can saying. write you a report. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't like going to the dentist. That's why uh-huh. we had to spend three point five million dollars to fear or to find out exactly. Why they don't like going to the dentist? Are you kidding me? Fear of un- pain has been shown to be a critical component. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, that's what they said. What? They found that only at three point five. Dentist? I'm yeah. telling you, man. Study money and grant money is easy. Well spent. Money from no, the it's well spent because we wouldn't have Thank known. You. Thank you. Well, you wouldn't know why it you fear the dentist. Yeah. Stuff. I will say, uh, I have a, a dentist appointment. That's unbelievable. Uh, for tomorrow. Ooh, there's someone who is uh, yeah. against the dentist is stupid here. I am uh, kind of with Flake here. Uh, I, or against Flake here because I want them to spend the money to figure out why. I, uh, I've got a dentist appointment tomorrow and it's, it's a, they, they said, oh, it shouldn't be more than two and a half hours. Oh. Ooh. Two and a half hours. What do you haven't done? I don't know. It's I'm some. It's a. It's some. He doesn't want to know. Major. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. That's what it is. He's just. Um, just going, uh, yeah, just no, I'm, going I'm terrified. Uh, and uh, I had one bad experience at the dentist mm-hmm. many, many years ago, uh, in which you know they just hit something the wrong oh. way, and I still Lots can feel people, it. Man. 
Uh, and I'm every time they touch my teeth, I think it's going to happen again. So it's constant terror. Well, it could at any point. And it could it at could. any point. Um, so they have those uh, the dentists that knock you out completely. Like they put you under and yeah. do this stuff, which is I really I don't know why I don't do that. Like I should just do that. I don't care. You know, just do it. Um, the sedation dentistry. Yeah. Um, but I've never attempted it. They did tell me they have the the uh, nitrous uh, yeah. on hand. And like uh, Big so, fan of just so you know that it's not covered by insurance and it's uh, seventy dollars for a half an hour. And I was like, if you stop that nitrous <laughs> at any point. I will get up off this table and turn the drill against you. Is that the stuff that is the twilight thing? You're still awake, You're but still you awake, can't feel anything, and you're no, a little no. loopy? Oh, no. You no. can still feel it. It's just that it makes you not really care. You don't care. Um, it makes you feel like, <laughs> this is fun. Uh, and I you will say... You never did nitrous it's pretty, It actually works. I'm sure I probably have, but I, I'm this not sure loop. which one it is. I've had so many procedures and so many things done on my back that I I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, wh- what they usually do is... Oh, you were using an actual medical stuff. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm a little worked up about it. And two and a half hours is a long freaking time. Should be. Um, and I'm not happy about it. It's be excruciatingly painful. Should, I, it I, sure I would is. Say. Part of me says... Well, you complete, Jeffy, you think? I, would, I would think it would be... Excruciating. Horrific. A lot of times. A lot of times they think they've numbed up whatever it is they're working on, yes, but they right. haven't. They haven't. Believe me, I know. You know, a lot of times... I could uh, cancel it. A lot of times people I would, try to submit photos <laughs> uh, to my websites of... Uh, doing things with people from the sedation dentistry, so I would just be a little careful. Uh, be careful. Be careful <laughs> what do they submit? The sedation yeah. dentistry. They submit pictures of people oh, yeah. doing things? A lot of times you're sexually abused yeah. while you're being sedated. I am fine <laughs> with that outcome. If the outcome is I feel no pain and I'm sexually abused, <laughs> sounds great. Uh, sign me up. I was having a procedure. During break, over the break, I had this procedure done, and they numbed up the area, and then they started digging around oh. It was okay, okay, okay. And then they hit an area that had either not been numbed or oh, the numbness had worn off. And it was like, what? I, go, I felt that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, well, and it's like basically. Need another injection or two. Yeah, it's basically the worst pain imagined. So, yeah, they'll probably, that'll probably happen to you multiple, multiple Okay, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I am searching I for sedation about, look, dentistry. I wouldn't but, worry about it, still because it's only two and a half hours. Yeah, anybody can handle it. Anybody can handle excruciating, horrific pain. For, horrific pain. for two and a half hours, that's oh, nothing, gosh, right? It's nothing. It's nothing. You don't even nothing. know. You're probably not even going to be. It's probably not even going to hurt that bad for <laughs> 20 minutes of it. Well, I mean, it starts out excruciating, and then it goes to mind-numbingly bad pain. And then it just That's goes, it kind of evens back out to excruciating. That's not going to happen to you, though, Stu. Don't uh, worry about it. Before don't you just pass out. And so uh, when, you're, when you're out, you don't feel it as badly. So I think it'll probably be fine. So, well, I was thinking <laughs> uh, of first, number one, uh-huh. downing, say, eight Advils. Yeah. Before I go. That'll do nothing. Just, uh, and you that expect what to happen? Kind of pain. Oh, wait. Just a numb, Not this kind of pain. No. Not numb, animals? but like uh, soften a little bit the edges. Mm-hmm. Maybe a shot or two. Well, Jeffy, what's your opinion on, on doing shots I, before the dentist? Right. Yeah. Well, why not? I mean, a little helpful, help. maybe? Eight Advils. I mean, uh, some humans do that much to get out Jeffy, of bed. Jeffy, you, you might want to <laughs> I- introduce him to some other kind of pharmaceuticals that I'm sure you have available. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you you never had a better opportunity at selling me something than you <laughs> right now. So I'll be right back. 
I, I am. I'm uh, a little terrified. I gotta say. I, I, you know, I got to the point where I just don't even want. I, I, it's so weird. I went through my whole life until that moment where the wrong nerve was hit. Mm-hmm. Completely fine with a dentist, and now I'm terrified about it. It's that mm-hmm. one one. 20 second I know, that's really, bout it, of pain. It hurts. It's amazing how, it hurts. how much of an impact it could have on you. Yeah, it is. And it's like, there's something, tr- it's about trust almost. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, you told me that wasn't going to happen, and now <laughs> it's happened. You feel betrayed. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I seriously, like what, it's incredible. That's the way I felt with my first wife. I got it. <laughs> what? I got it. I don't think you do. <laughs> All right. I, I will say, I don't think you do. Uh, let's go to Jeannie, who's, who's had some, uh, apparently has some issues with us. Uh, Jeannie. Oh, boy. Uh, you're on the Patents 2 show. Well, I was wondering if what McCain had said, or, or they're saying that McCain did, is pass some false uh, uh, paperwork to, to the federal government for, um, against Obama. I mean, not Obama, but uh, Trump. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that true? Well, he uh, he acquired this information and um, he didn't and know passed if it was it true the or FBI. not. He had no idea. He passed it to the FBI. Um, it had already been circulating. I mean, it had already been circulating throughout uh, all sorts of major media sources and uh, mm-hmm. and and throughout. You know, really, it'd been bouncing uh, around DC media, for a while. Campaigns. I mean, it was being it had been bounced around, but no one could ever prove any of it. Mm-hmm. So no one had no one ran it before the campaign. So okay, and another question. No. I want to mm-hmm. ask, it goes along with this. Sure. Okay. Why, why didn't anybody, these senators and legislators and all these, these big wigs, didn't open their mouth against Obama coming, doing things that he shouldn't have done? And then also um, signing things in when it should have been going through Congress. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, some did. Uh, you know, obviously John McCain ran against the guy, uh, so he was, you know, certainly was critical of some of the things that he did. And, and you know, some Republicans did it, but I, I'm with you. He got away with a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things you'll see hopefully positively from the Trump administration is he's going to step in there and undo at least some of the easy stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of these executive orders he can do by uh, undo by himself. Yeah. And I really, it, it yeah. does seem like the people he's put around him uh, are in favor of that. And I think he will do those things. I'm, I'm at least I hopeful. Do, I believe that, too. But I just don't understand. I've never seen the, uh, a president do another one coming in like Obama and then make it sound like oh. uh, he was. I mean, this is this is our country has went down uh, and the people have let, let just anything come in to America and being on a court. Right. We have Sheree Law right. in some of the states that's against our Constitution. Nobody knows the Constitution. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly would agree with the last, the last part of that. Uh, no one does, and, and, and you know, really, including anyone in Washington anymore. They don't even seem Thanks, to care Jeannie. about it. Thank you, Jeannie. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly. Uh, I would say that uh, we're going to see a lot of things we've never seen yeah. um, with Obama as a former president. Uh, I think, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of unprecedented stuff because he doesn't care. He doesn't give a rat's ass about, about the tradition in this country about about the position of a former president he doesn't care about the uh, protocol the decorum I, 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 none of that matters so you're going to see a lot of stuff i think that you haven't seen before including even with uh, bill clinton being a former president and sounding off all the time and same with jimmy carter i think he's going to be so much worse than either one of those and he's got a lot longer to do it because he's only 55 years old 
Uh, this is going to be an amazing ride, I think. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. More patents, too, coming up. Now, this just in from the, the, the feed at theblaze.com slash the feed. Stu, you don't have to worry about uh, your dentist appointment. At age five, a dentist broke a needle in my mouth while giving me Novocaine. That was over 50 years ago. I'm still uh, terrified. Problem, so you're that not, might, oh, that wait, might not, not happen one. to you. That's that might not, not. That's not the one I was thinking about reading. There's another one. Where, where uh, do I do with that? But I, that, but I. Warren. Actually, we didn't uh, finish off before we get to this next story, Pat. We didn't finish off the list. Uh, the National Institute of Health. <laughs> Um, provided $300,000 to Vanderbilt University to determine which gender was best at identifying various Barbie faces. And which one is? Uh, the men were uh, better able to uh, identify Transformers. Glad we know The that. women, uh, Barbies. That's a bargain at only $300,000 to figure mm. that out. How about this for a waste of Imagine money? Imagine how useful that will be in later life when you know that. Truism. I am imagining, mm-hmm. but I'm not coming up with a lot. <laughs> You're not? Surprisingly, yeah. You're not seeing the useful no. purposes that will be put to? No, weird. Huh. Weird. Uh, how about a California murderer? Uh, I mean, he's sure he murdered somebody. You know, we've all, we all have our, our days, right? I mean, yeah. You never had a bad day? You ever, you ever wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Where you got angry at someone? You know, yeah. I mean, we've I, all been angry. We've all been angry. We've all had those moments. <laughs> Let he who has never been angry cast the first stone. Let he who never has, you know, murdered, you know, a few people here and there, you know, cast, cast the first. Well, well, that's not probably the best way to put that. Cast the first paper. Yeah. They, can, they can cast paper clips. Um, so, determining what is medically necessary is always a little, a little shaky when you're talking about murderers, because mm-hmm. to me, it's pretty much nothing, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey. Oh, you got stabbed with a shiv. Uh, you put me in here. Take care <laughs> of me. Oh, eh, sorry. I can't remove the shiv or give you a Band-Aid. That's kind of how I feel most of the time. However, that's not uh, maybe the most Christ-like uh, attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand you have to do some things. Although this one is a little interesting. California's Department of Credit, correct, uh, Corrections is saying, um, is trying to figure out whether they should give a sex change operation to this murderer. Um, plastic surgery, um, is not installed, is not, uh, covered. Um, however, the new transgender law center, um, uh, brought two cases against the state and they have been uh, suing. And now, of course, this particular murderer was convicted of first degree murder, kidnapping and robbery for ransom, faces no possibility of parole. And they are going to move, uh, to, uh, give this person. Uh, the sex change, paid for tax dollar, pa- taxpayer dollars, and move him to a her prison. That's amazing. So there you go. The, it's a good, good, good expenditure of our, of our tax dollars. Just unbelievable. What I mean, it's one thing. Yeah. I mean, what's he supposed to do? World. Be in prison as a guy if he yes. if he's a woman? Mm, no, he's not a <laughs> no. woman. No. And I don't care what he identifies with. Um, oh, that's so transphobic. Yeah, uh, so heteronormative. Whatever. I mean, it's yeah. bad enough they're leaving him in the, the male prison uh, until the surgery. They ought to just move him out now. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, that's, <laughs> I uh, know. I'm sure the, the female prisoners would be uh, adoring Yeah, they'd it. like it, too. Uh, all right. More than 630 companies and investors 
have called on Donald Trump and the Republican-dominated Congress to continue the move to a low-carbon economy. I, how many times have we said, <laughs> if only we were a low-carbon economy? Yep. You have that uh, bumper sticker uh, on your car. It's the most prominent one now because yeah. I feel so strongly <laughs> about o- being a low-carbon economy. If only we were a low-carbon economy. If only. Mm-hmm. War- they've warned that failing to do so would, quote, put American prosperity at risk. Oh, no. Unquote. The U.S. president-elect has talked about scrapping the international commitments we've made to tackle global warming, such as the Paris Agreement. Thank heaven. Uh, dismiss climate change as a hoax, which it, to me it is, at least the hysteria over it. And appointed a string of climate science deniers to senior positions in his administration. His election's been described as a very big challenge to the world's efforts uh, for climate change. Thank heaven. Again, there's... You know, if you're looking for a silver lining in this Trump cloud, there it is. Yep. The climate change thing. He so doesn't far, seem to, yeah. Although he did, you know, have Al Gore come to the Trump Tower and who knows what was discussed there. Um, uh, but they, 530 companies collectively have revenues amounting to nearly $1.15 trillion a year. And employ about 1.8 million people signed the statement yeah. to, to make him serious about climate the change. The list of uh, companies is, is big, impressive, and also kind of interesting. Johnson & Johnson, General Mills, mm. Kellogg's, General Mills, Hewlett Packard, and Unilever. So I don't know if General Mills signed it twice. <laughs> uh, if there's another General Mills I'm not aware of. Uh, but apparently... Well, there's General Mills, the company, mm-hmm. and then there's General Mills. You know, he's he like was, the doorman. Or he was a he was a former general and his uh, his name is Mills. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a lot, and uh, it's interesting because one of the things they're pushing for is don't pull out of the Paris Agreement because the Paris Agreement is going to oh really God. change the world. That is huge. Uh, you know. I know, Stu. You're acting like I don't know that. Are you offended? <laughs> I'm a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little offended that you would you talk be, down bro. to me like you that. You should be. Right? Because it sounded like he was acting as though I didn't know the Paris Agreement was... some people think that maybe it's not that big of a deal. Who? What kind of cretin? Kind of Neanderthal. Oh, some people, you know, if you look at the details, it's not as impressive as they kind of tout. Where are you getting that? Um, From this video. Watch. It's time to dive into another sultry edition of the world's sexiest graphs. <laughs> oh yes, this edition of data porn has been rated 3.14159265535. That's right, I'm leading the show with a pie joke. Boom. <laughs> Unfortunately, like my physique, graphs and data are not quite as sexy as I'd like them to be. But when a graph can illustrate how completely ridiculous the world has become, I find them quite attractive. We begin in the City of Lights. What could be sexier than Paris? The Paris Agreement has been lauded as the latest global warming savior. I said before the world that we needed a strong global agreement to accomplish this goal. An enduring agreement that reduces global carbon pollution and sets the world on a course to a low carbon future. A few hours ago, we succeeded. We came together around the strong agreement the world needed. We met the moment. Environmentalism might not do anything to save the climate, but it sure makes people like themselves a whole lot. (laughs) But what would the Paris Agreement actually accomplish? 
For that, we go to the most salacious place possible. Warning, it's about to get hot in here. That's right, it's Global Policy. February 2016, Volume 7, Issue 1, pages 109 to 118. Oh yeah, you know you want it. It's everyone's favorite peer-reviewed research paper, Impact of Current Climate Proposals. <laughs> As we look at this, it's important to know that we're not questioning the science here. For the sake of argument, we're assuming that everything we've been told about how the climate works is right. I don't want to be called a flat earther or anything. There's nothing sexy about that. So if we do nothing, completely ignore the Paris Agreement, the temperature would increase by over four and a half degrees by the year 2100. This is what we need to stop, or we will all die in a fiery flood of volcanic ice or something. But this isn't going to happen because the Paris Agreement has been agreed to, saving our incredibly sensitive and pathetically weak, unstable planet from 33 gigatons of CO2. That's 33 billion tons. Sure, it will cost a lot to do. And it's sort of ridiculous to think that all the countries involved will actually play by the rules, but let's go ahead and assume it happens anyway. This next line is what happens if the Paris Agreement actually works. As we draw the line, let's listen to Obama's words about the agreement one more time. We came together around the strong agreement the world needed. We met the moment. Today, the American people can be proud because this historic agreement is a tribute to American leadership. So I believe this moment can be a turning point for the world. That's what it looks like to meet the moment in America? This is a turning point for the world? Seriously? By the year 2100, if all the science is right and everything works out, we will have saved 0.05 degrees, lowering our warming exposure from just over 4.5 degrees Celsius to just over 4.5 degrees Celsius. But what about the big promises of stopping global warming? They are based on what the Paris Agreement calls INDCs. Now, NDC stands for Nationally Determined Contributions. In other words, how much so-called pollution will a country contribute? The I, that stands for Intended. So, if 200 different countries do what they say they intend to do, we have the quote, capability of limiting the forecast temperature rise to around 2.7 degrees Celsius by 2100. Capability? Interesting word choice there. In this context, capability means if we do about 100 times more than we're currently promising. The Paris Agreement promises cutting emissions by 33 billion tons. But to get the supposed benefits that they spoon-feed to politicians and the media, you would have to cut not 33 billion, but over 3 trillion tons. Over 90 times what the Paris Agreement actually cuts. That's one sexy graph, is it not? Mm. So to review, Obama's big global solution would save just 0.05 degrees of warming by 2100. They are exaggerating their own success by over 90 times. And there's nothing sexier than exposing a massive, gigantic fraud. 
Welcome back. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back is the phone number. Uh, mm. Some entertainment news uh, of note. Uh, interesting to me, I think, probably the only one here that, that cares about this particular story. But Arrested Development is going to come back for a fifth season. Uh, <gasps> what? <laughs> really? The whole cast is back. Oh, not oh. the entire, the cast in its entirety? Has that deal been signed 100% for the entire cast? Even that guy? Uh, yeah, he'll be back. No way. Well, what about that guy? He will be back as well. How about this older woman yes. right there? Yes, she'll be back. That's what's her face. Yeah, that's what's her face. And this kind of attractive looking girl down here? Yep, she's back as well. <laughs> I can't believe it. I They're all either. back. I'm a fan, although time. I will say I did not, uh-huh. um, I have not watched the whole fourth season. Which the, I, I watched all of them when they were on Fox. And then they okay. went to Netflix, they did a season, and it seemingly got a little more bizarre. In previous years, and I have not made it through. I should probably go was, back and watch it. Because it was at least quirky, if not bizarre, to begin with, wasn't it? It was. It and just then it got, got weirder and weirder. More than that. Yeah. Huh? Although, it's, you know, I still stand by it. It's a great show. Did they do uh, more? But, was there swearing and stuff now introduced into it? Because they're free to do really, that on Netflix. I don't, I don't think that was really the, the vibe of it. <laughs> I, what I got the sense of, and I, I have no idea if this is true, but uh, what I got the sense of is they, they had the whole cast. Yeah, and what they did because I mean, if you look at this cast, I mean, in reality, there's a lot of very accomplished yeah. people there. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Jason here? Bateman is much Bateman bigger than when he this thing started. Become really big. Um, uh, you know, uh, Will Arnett uh, is the yeah. voice of basically every character in every animated movie you've ever seen. Uh, he's actually he's the guy who's doing the voice of. Um, not only BoJack Horseman and, for Netflix, and this but also uh, the new Batman Lego movie. Oh my uh, gosh. That is him. You, you oh, really? Yeah. So he's and got this a couple guy, of paychecks. What's his name? Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah, he's, he's in everything. In everything. Uh, you know. Uh, um, oh, yeah, he's in the big Amazon, though. Yeah. The, the one, the, Transparent or whatever. I haven't yeah. seen that. Who is she? Is that uh, Porsche? Uh, is that the Porsche? Porsche? Porsche de Ro- Oh, is it Porsche de Rossi, Rossi or whatever? I don't know. Okay. I maybe. I feel like for some ah. reason I don't remember. Um, uh, of so course, David Cross is there. Is he it, does stand up. Um, uh, it, what's that? When's it start? I don't know. I guess it's. But I was getting back to the season four. What I think they mm-hmm. did for season four was yep. it's hard to afford this whole cast. It's it's much more difficult to afford okay. the cast than when they were on Fox. No they all have. Yeah, because they're not super all, but popular. They, now. Yeah, they're very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what they did is essentially theme each episode around one character so they all kind of had their own ca- their own like side episodes. stories oh. so like you watch one and it would be all about one of them mm-hmm. with some other random people so they weren't all interacting together and it was kind of a way to extend the season and pull it off but it wasn't i didn't seem like it worked and as well ron howard still narrating yep ron howard Holy yep. Crap. i mean it's, uh, I was, it was a good uh, show I was watching, well, you know, Netflix, you forget sometimes what uh, they can, they've got freedom to do certain things that network yeah. TV can't yes, do. Yes, agreed. And I, I, I was, the other night, I, I'm, I got my big TV in front of me and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to watch something while I go to sleep on fo- the ultra high definition 4K. Well, I'll send you something and to watch. And so there's some new shows on Netflix that are ultra high definition 4K. So, and one of them looked intriguing. It was the story of um, uh, uh, this girl who some people think is a freak. She's been gone for years from her family or something, and she was blind when she left. Now she can see. 
So nobody knows what mm. the deal is. So I thought, mm, okay, that sounds intriguing. I forgot to check the rating on it. So I, I, I turn it on, and, and the first five minutes are really interesting. And I'm thinking, wow, this is something. All of a sudden, it switches to a scene, uh, <laughs> pretty graphic sex, and rampant nudity. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, where's my uh, under the covers, Where? what happened to the... the, the right, look, you can, pre- you can pretend that we're... It took me 15 minutes... <laughs> well, thank you. ...to thank find you. that damn remote. I could not find that thing <laughs> until the scene had played like four times. Yes, I don't it know. starts over, right? It starts over sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it just... When you don't have the remote, it starts scenes over. It is I the don't weirdest... Know how that even happened but it played over and then it paused is that the and then OA? it played again and then it yes the OA? yes yeah. and my, you know my, i i mean seriously i was shocked and then i thought wow why i didn't i should have looked and sure enough it was tvma i didn't realize there was a reason for me to so. watch that show <laughs> <laughs> at least the 6th and 7th minute of it uh, it would have been really fun both. if my wife would have walked in at the time. She would have been really happy about that mm, and, uh, and thought that I'd done that on purpose, it I'm isn't sure. It is interesting in that your reaction is that and Jeffy's would be the exact opposite. Yes, he like, would have been like, be oh, now i got to find that. Oh, is it the OA? Okay, yeah. I'm going to be watching that tonight. It's called diversity of thought. We have it here at the place. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I'm interested to see what Pat Gray believes is graphic sex. It was it was because I've not seen well, graphic sex was, on Netflix. To me, TBMA does not uh, describe graphic sex. I don't know. Is that the way they rate all Netflix yeah, shows? I don't know. Well, they you do could most see of the time, her, and you know, it was a side thing yes. and g- stuff going on. I can't imagine this is movement and it was maybe in the break we'll check I, it out. For what I've uh, seen on PG and PG-13 it was super graphic. Right but I mean. Well yeah I mean. You know it yeah. was I don't know if you the know if you're used are, to R-rated stuff. Right. I would think it would be R-rated at least. Right okay uh, but that's, yeah, that's you know, R-rated. Uh, well uh, Star Wars uh, they're going to do another spinoff. Uh, so you like Rogue One so if you you know if you care about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They did The Force Awakens, which was the seventh in the main series. And then they've been doing offshoots every other year. That's the plan. So they go uh, Force Awakens in 2015. Then Rogue mm-hmm. One, which was a related but separate story in 2016. Mm-hmm. 2017 will bring us to Episode 8, uh, the actual next one. I the think main that's really cool. Life. So the actual main episode is this year? Yeah. So what you get is... Uh, a main episode wow. version every two years, and an offshoot in the in the off years. So every year you get a Star Wars movie. That's fantastic. Disney's doing this the way you kind of want it done. Not to mention, like, seriously, I would, if if it was like wow. you had great movies, and then they did this change, and you were getting lesser movies, I would oppose it. However, the movies are actually better than the the originals. Like, you go back and you They're look certainly at better than the, what the Lucas prequels, just did. Right. The prequels, it's way better. So they've yeah. actually made a, ma- a drastic yeah. improvement and then are also delivering them quickly. It's, it's great so far. I thought, honestly, I thought Rogue One was better than any of the three middle ones or the last the pre- ones that were done. The prequels. prequels. Any of them. Yes. It was it, oh, by a lot. No doubt. By no a doubt. lot. No doubt. I, I, you know, uh, no doubt to me. I mean, I don't think it's close. Yeah. I don't even think it's close. I don't either. Pretty amazing. I don't either. Um, so anyway, uh, so 2017 is the next, it's episode eight of the original storyline. Uh, the next thing they're going to do as an offshoot side series is a movie about young Han Solo. Um, and so they just announced uh, Woody Harrelson is going to be in it. 
Uh, also, a couple actors that you know, people that I don't know that are going to actually play like Han Solo uh, and Lando Calrissian. Mm -hmm. um, they're mm -hmm. going to go back and kind of investigate that storyline, which I think should be pretty cool. cool. I yeah. mean, you see, what, what the hell was Han doing before all this? Right. You know, because they have the relationship that we find out about. Yeah. And so we don't How know that what happen? that was. Right. Great. So he's obviously going to be a smuggler. This is all before the rebellion. This is before mm -hmm. he meets Luke and Leia and all that stuff. So that'll be kind of cool, right? Yeah. That'll be great. I, I, I it's like the young Indiana Jones, which I really liked. Did you ever see no, that I TV never saw series? It. It TV series, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a TV series, and it was actually done by Spielberg. And it was uh, uh, it was really good. I thought it, I, I liked it a lot. I, I did start that I at one point, it. and then I couldn't find my remote, and all of a sudden, hardcore porn <laughs> popped up on really? my computer screen. Stu. Oh my gosh, how weird! Yeah, like it wasn't even the same screen they, I was watching. What did, the, what did the computer have to do with the? <laughs> no, it was in the other uh, room too. <laughs> That's unreal. Really I mean, strange technology. Am I right? <laughs> you know, you are uh, right. <laughs> Dude, we, we almost had the exact <laughs> same experience. I know, that was weird. Except for Jeffy, it had nothing to do with the television. It was just the hardcore porn yeah, no, yeah, on never... the screen. And the other thing is, he pulled it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little different. He, and that he typed in the web address that led to the porn. Uh, but Thank other than you. that, it was almost, almost Other than similar. that, an identical experience. Hey, Incredible. when that happens. I mean, I'm trying to watch Indiana Jones here, guys. Okay. <laughs> And then there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, this is uh, kind of interesting. A novelist by the name of Patrick Nathan caught the attention of some people after he tweeted uh, the following. Hollywood isn't a bubble. It's the mm -hmm. nexus of people from all over the world coming together to make art. White Ugh. rural America is a bubble. Uh, first oh, of all, it? first mm. of all, I, I um, you know, this is the typical elitism, you know, uh, Meryl Streep style, uh, which is, you know, I mean, the type of thing that people can't stand. Mm. Secondly, I want, I might be in the minority here, I want to live in a bubble. Um, I want everything around me to be awesome. Um, I want everything to be awesome, everything to be cool when you're part of the team. I want to design that life for myself, and if I can accomplish it, which is very difficult and probably impossible, but I will get as close as I can to that thing occurring. I go to the places I want to go when I can afford to go there. And hopefully one day I'll be able to afford to go wherever I want to go and give myself the greatest bubble of all time. The idea that a bubble is something negative um, is, uh, I would say, misleading. And beyond that, you might say, well, you're, not, you're ignoring the terrible things that are happening outside of that bubble. You could still help those things. Mm -hmm. You can still uh, do a lot to uh, help those situations. Doesn't mean you have to be in the middle of them. You know, you can try to stop violence without being stabbed. It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful trait uh, that it's available to humanity, and mm -hmm. I try to take advantage of it. You as can much try as to possible. help Detroit without living there. Yes. Yeah. You can. You yeah. can try to help Africa without, without living, living in there. Africa. Does that mean you live in a bubble? I don't think so. No. I think that's actually a good no. way to go. If you're able to to to, uh, to have a life that's safe, uh, I can tell you every African would choose it if they could. No question. Uh, and and so should you. Jeez. And, and these douchebags in Hollywood and, and these authors that call white rural America the bubble, there are tens of uh, hundreds of millions of white people that you're talking about. Yeah, that pay your salary. <laughs> that pay your salary, that buy your books, that go to your stinking movies. Maybe you could try to stop being such an elitist douchebag and appreciate the people who are paying your salary. I will say, going out on a limb, I don't think tens of millions of people have bought any books from Patrick Nathan. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. I never have either. But uh, more patents do coming up in a minute.
Oh, spoons, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. We get to eat again. Nice, you get to watch nice, us nice. eat, which is okay. always fun for you. I mean, not for us, but no, for, it's for science for, for us. People at Oreo, how do we love thee? And Let me count the ways and stuff. They're innovators. How many are in this package? That's how many ways. Uh, this is uh, the chocolate strawberry Oreo. Um, chocolate cho- strawberry, strawberry Oreo. Oreo. Wasn't there one that was supposed to be dipped or covered in fudge? Oh, those are the best. Too? Yes, those are good. White those fudge have to be tested They're, as I well. Mean, um, all right. Oh, wow. So, they smell very strawberry-like. Jeffy? Yeah, they do. Big hint of strawberry there. Why don't you take these before the segment starts? Why am I always walking over there? Mmm. Okay. Oh, Pat's eating one. Because I would eat them before the segment? Yes. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, Here's the Oreo. Now, when you get the inside here, you got a little uh, breakdown, a little circle Mm -hmm. of uh, strawberry in the middle, uh, kind of a ring of uh, chocolate on the outside. Look at It's like... uh, That's not bad. I love you. (laughs) Oh, wait. You missed my I love you. Oh, I love you. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, so Pat, how were they? How were, why was the one you finished? Mm, well, not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. So uh, I would say the strawberry flavoring is not as prevalent when you taste it as when you smell it. Yeah, because it smells it, it smells, smells like a, really a real strawberry. strawberry. Like I don't even smell the chocolate. Yeah. I smell, but okay. What'd you think, uh, I liked it. Jeffy? Mm. Yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't think the. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like it. I mean, because I like Oreos. There's not a I'll real lose. strong. Stra- I wish there was more strawberry to it. Yeah, I I could I could stand a more yeah. prevalent strawberry taste. I could go strawberry upgrade here. Um, but but I mean, it's, it's a good, good it's it's a good freaking cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'll tell you one thing that makes them good when they dip the whole thing in milk. Oh, <laughs> oh mother! He pisses me off so much. Oh, good. milk. Oh, good that way. So. This is how mm-hmm. I usually eat them, by the way. How do you, how do you eat your Oreos? I pull them apart and then eat that part. Yeah, I go like... And then I either discard the remaining or choke it down. Really this is the least appealing part of it, though. way too right? much work. I think that's what everyone thinks. Incorrect. Really? Oh, man. Why would, that's part of the... Um, because you like the milk thing. Like my son, when I give him Oreos, that's just how mm-hmm. they just like shards of carcasses. Right. All over the plate. It's just a bunch of cookies. And just licked off the, no, the cream filling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me try uh, a little junky. To their credit, milk. though, one day they realized that. There's a large segment of the population that pulls this apart, licks off the cream, and, and just it. eats that. Yeah. So yeah, you know what we should do is double the cream inside. And that's what they did because they're bless Oreos. Their, bless their heart. You gotta love them for that. Did they ever do anything over uh, more than a. I feel like we did talk about them at doing like a triple stuff. I think stuff they did a triple stuff and we tried it. Right? I don't know if they did a triple. Every innovation Oreo comes up with. We, we tried do. to. Uh-huh. We tried to. I mean, this isn't my favorite flavor uh, on our 1 to 18 scale. Oh. Um, I'd still give it a, a good 13. Yeah, I was going to um, say 12. Yeah, no, I, mean, I was going to say 12. Yeah, it's there. Ish. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's an good, Oreo? It's an Oreo. It's good. It doesn't add much 
to it. I, I didn't. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the strawberry could have been much more prevalent. It's a cute little, yeah. cute little thing. Get strawberry. It's good for you know the whole Valentine's Day kind of thing. You're yeah, good, move right. On. right. Mm -hmm. I would say though, as you know, look, I don't mean to t tell people at Nabisco their business. Um, <laughs> however, you have surrounded um, a cream filling with two chocolate cookies. Mm -hmm. So the need to add more chocolate to that equation mm -hmm. is 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 really questionable. And I feel like you might mm -hmm. want to instead. Mm -hmm. Go the other way, mm -hmm. make it all strawberry, mm -hmm. okay, and then mm -hmm. you have the chocolate from the cookie and the strawberry from the inside. I would be I would be interested in trying something like that. I I that if they already have that though, I don't think they have. Strawberry Is it possible Oreos. they have strawberry Oreos already? Not that I'm strawberry? Aware of. No, you're pretty good. Though. All right, I mean they're okay though, and there's only 140 calories. Is that each cookie? Probably. Is that per cookie? No, what's the serving size? What's chill. the serving size? Oh my gosh. I think it's two. It's too small. Can you see the serving um, size? Serving size, two cookies. 70 okay. a piece. Two cookies. <laughs> That's good. So All I've right. only had uh, 35 calories. So 140 calories and probably like a... Uh, Wait, that's backwards. And there's some other stuff in it, too. No, no, it's all, all natural. <laughs> it's all good for you. It's, it's like eating kale. Yeah. It's like right? kale it's in a cookie. Basically like work it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are kale cookies. <laughs>